Welcome to Red Rank Podcast, home of the smoothest voice on Twitch. I'm your host, The Crow Show. Just a friendly reminder, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, among others. And on Spotify, if you can do me a big, big favor, leave a rating on the app itself on your mobile device. It really helps a great deal. And if you can do the same, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and a review. I will read your review in a future episode. I've done it a few times already, and I have a lot of fun doing that. It's a nice way for me to connect with you. I just want to stay on this topic for a minute, because for the last week or so, when you search Dead by Daylight in Spotify, Red Rank Podcast is the top result. That's something I've been, like, it's been a dream of mine ever since I started this podcast. That's a really, really big deal. There are some really terrific podcasts out there that are putting out good content, and the fact that I'm showing up at number one, (laughs) that's a really big deal. So thank you so much. If you've taken the time to rate the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, anywhere else, it really means the world to me. Uh, I can't thank you enough. I'm going to let it sit. And um, if we stay there for the next, at least, I don't know, two, three weeks, maybe I'll change the branding and the intro to the, to the podcast. But For now, I'm just going to ride this happy wave that we're on and uh, just be happy that we're here. So thanks again. I really, really appreciate all of you who have taken the time to rate the podcast. It's a really, really big deal. If people are searching Dead by Daylight in Spotify, my podcast is the top thing they see. That's a big deal. And I couldn't have done it without you. So thank you. We have a few things to talk about today. I I really wanted to talk about the Dead by Daylight community and how we all tend to overreact to updates that are coming out. (laughs) We're going to talk about the new update. Some of you are going to be well aware of what I'm about to talk about. Some of you may not be. In the the current PTB, that's the player uh, player test build, I believe, that's the environment where behavior implements the new changes before they go to live servers. So currently, players playing on their computer with a Steam uh, version of Dead by Daylight can install the test build, and then they can test the current changes that'll go into effect eventually in Dead by Daylight. They do this for every release, whether it's a new killer, new survivor, perks being reworked, perks being updated, uh, new perks, etc. There's always a PTB. This one introduces some pretty significant changes, and behavior's been upfront since the very beginning, saying this is just a test. We want to see how it goes. So the first thing they're doing is introducing what's called the finishing mori. Now, if you're listening, you're going, "What's a mori?" Well, that's um, you may have seen it before. The killer goes and when they kill a survivor. They go into their animation. Ghostface is one of the most popular ones. It kind of stabs them, like climbs on them when they're on the ground, lifts their head up, and takes a selfie with them. That's a Mori. That's a... So I'll just read the description from the show notes. The show notes. The the patch notes uh, from Behavior. Finishing Mori system will not ship in the next release, included for testing and feedback purposes. So they're looking for feedback. Moris are no longer available during the game. 
Onriel's power executioner's power and the shape's Judith Judith's tombstone add-on still function as before. Once all survivors are dead in the dying state or have escaped, a finishing Mori is triggered and the game ends. The last survivor to enter the dying state and the killer are teleported to a special location on the map for the performance of the Mori. Other survivors on the ground are killed by the entity. So if the other survivors are just in the dying state or on the hook or com- combination of on the hook and on the ground, the entity will just kill them. Other survivors, oh, here you go. Other survivors on hooks are immediately sacrificed. When a survivor becomes the last standing, all survivors and the killer are notified that this is the last, uh, that if this is the last one that goes down, the game ends. There's like a little bit of a, a sound cue that plays. And then when that person gets put into the dying state, you see this like red wave flash across the screen. The killer and the survivor are teleported to a more presentable part of the map. And then the killer performs the Mori and the, the round is over. So that's the finishing Mori. The other major change is there's a new Unbreakable. Uh, it's base kit, which means every survivor will have this ability without the addition of, without having to use a perk. Survivors who are on the ground in the dying state can now get themselves up without help. Self-recovery takes 45 seconds. So if the killer puts you into the dying state, they go run off and chase another survivor. As long as you're recovering, it'll take 45 seconds for you to recover. And at that point, you'll be able to pick yourself up without the help of a teammate. There are some modifiers to this. Uh, The perk Unbreakable increases dying self-recovery speed by 100%, which means in 22 and a half seconds, you can pick yourself up as long as you have Unbreakable and as long as the killer didn't slug you, which means to leave you in the dying state and they go chase somebody else or they go do something else. Go kick a gin, go, I don't know, search for their soul, go find out why they were bullied in high school. I'm not sure. The killers do whatever killers do. Other changes to perks, Soul Guard, gain the endurance status effect for 8 seconds after being healed or having recovered from the dying state. And you also gain 10% haste status effect for 5 seconds, so you move faster by 10 se- 10% for 5 seconds. This effect can only occur once every 30 seconds. No Mither, you suffer from the broken status effect for the entire trial, but gain the benefit from the following effects. Pools of blood are suppressed, so a killer won't see blood blood drops from you. When injured or dying, your grunts of pain are reduced by 75%. Your recovery speed is increased by 25%. Boon Exponential. Survivors inside the Boon's totem range benefit from the following effects. Increased dying self-recovery speed by 100%. So everybody gets unbreakable as long as they're within the Boon range. Another change, uh, other changes coming to Killer, the Killer side, these perks, uh, Rancor, each time a generator is completed, your obsession sees your aura for three seconds. Each time a generator is completed, all survivors' locations are revealed to you for three seconds once all generators are completed. The obsession's aura is revealed in red for 10 seconds and is permanently inflicted with the exposed status effect. So you can essentially go in with one attack, 
down them, even if even if they're fully healthy. That's what expose means. Another change for killer: hex devour hope. When a survivor is rescued from a hook at least 24 meters away, Devour Hope receives a token. At two tokens, you gain 5% haste status effect, so you move faster as killer, 10 seconds after hooking a survivor for a duration of 10 seconds. Okay, they, they worded that weird. <laughs> and at three tokens, survivors suffer from the exposed status effect. So you can go run up and smack them once and they go into the dying state. And at five tokens... Any survivor placed on a hook will die immediately. Survivors that are already on a hook will be unaffected. The way Devour Hope used to work is once you had five tokens of Devour Hope, you would be able to mori any survivor you put into the dying state. Um, oh, the other note they make here is healing another survivor who is in the dying state still takes 16 seconds as before. Another notable change from the sh from the uh, patch notes today, flashlight cooldowns. To reduce strobing and the associated dangers regarding flash-induced seizures, flashlights now have a slight delay imposed between switching them on and off. The flashlight click speed is now slower. The sound effect has been adjusted, so it matches the new speed. So flashlights actually function a little bit different they sound different when you click. It's a noticeable <laughs> noticeable difference. And you actually aim your flashlight, I think, toward the ground. That's going to be an adjustment for a lot of survivors who use flashlights. Uh, it's going to take some time to adjust to that. Um, it, that is pretty jarring. I, I've seen some people complain about that. And I think their feedback is valid. Perhaps behavior doesn't change the way flashlights work in that sense. I think they've done it in the past where uh, the community did release some some positive feedback about uh, how how they didn't enjoy the, the new flashlights. And I think behavior went back on that. Don't quote me on that. Overall, that one is uh, has been a very sore spot for a lot of people in the community. Speaking of sore spots, let's move on to the topic I really want to get into today. The big question, is the Dead by Daylight community overreacting to the new update? Yes. The answer is always going to be yes. It doesn't matter which update it is. You're going to see constant complaints from the community. I'm not immune to it myself, but let's talk about it. <laughs> so, the finishing Mori. It's a new in-game mechanic slash win condition. Here are some of the complaints I've seen about the finishing Mori. I can no longer photobomb my friends when they get morried. So if one of your survivor friends is getting morried, a lot of people like to run in there and crouch and teabag and kind of style on their friends. Whatever. <laughs> Other complaints I've seen. No more slug races at the open Exigate. Oh no. No more slug races. Oh, no. I can no longer use Devour Hope. Oh, shucks. No more Devour Hope for me. Another complaint I've seen. Slugging will result in games lasting five minutes or less. So games are going to be quick. Oh, killer-sided game. Five-minute trial. Oh, my gosh. Every game is going to go like this. We will be seeing, don't get me wrong, we're going to be seeing some speedruns from killers like Nurse and Huntress, probably Spirit as well. These killers are capable of 
closing gaps super fast. They've got range. Depending on where you catch a survivor, there's almost no counterplay for them. You can try running all crazy-like and try to be unpredictable in your movements, but Nurse, Huntress, and Spirit, uh, they're really, really hard to avoid when you're in open space in a dead zone. Yes, we will be seeing some, you know, I'm sure there's probably some clips on Twitter already and YouTube of a nurse finishing a trial in 90 seconds. Big deal. That, that happens in the current build of Dead by Daylight. Here are my counter, counter arguments for those complaints. Photobombing your friend is pretty boring experience, and it rarely happens. And once you've done it once, you've kind of done it a million times. Like, ooh, big deal. Your friend's getting worried. You get to sit there and crouch and teabag and point and motion towards yourself. Uh, go off, queen. That's... Once we've seen it once, we've seen it too many times. It's it's pretty boring. Slug races. Slug races are stupid. <laughs> Again, once you've been in one, you've been in them all. I, I Call me the enemy of fun, but slug races are boring and I hate them. Complaints about Devour Hope. It's a bad perk. Hex perks are generally really bad because survivors are looking for totems because they're running boons. And we could see more boon exponential and more boon circle of healing in, in the cur- in the next version of Dead by Daylight. Your hexes aren't safe. And if you have to use undying to go with it, that just makes it even worse. Devour Hope, not a good perk. When's the last time you saw Hex Ruin, by the way? I rest my case. Now, people complaining about slugging. Slugging results in games that are like, you know, four or five minute trials. Hey, if you get four persons slugged in under five minutes. I'm just going to say you deserve to lose. And the number of players that are capable of doing this are very small. The dead by daylight community is pretending that every single killer from here on out is going to play, is going to play as efficiently as like coconut Volpixia or Umbra. Not every killer is as good as them. (laughs) You know those names because they're damn good at what they do. Joe Schmo isn't going to be doing these things. I have over 3,000 hours in this game. I'll probably never get one of those speedrun games. Even though I'm fairly competent with Huntress. One thing I do agree on, something does need to change with Nurse. Um, I still think she needs... um, I still think behavior needs to look at her recharge and range add-ons. They're still incredibly too strong. Her blink attacks should be special attacks, just like Blight. So she cannot be super strong with perks like Jolt and Starstruck, etc. I've seen a number of complaints about the new Unbreakable. Killers are complaining they'll have to... uh, Wait, let me check my notes here. They're going to have to put survivors on hooks now. Wow, what a world we live in. I'm going to say that again. Killers are complaining that they'll now have to put survivors on hooks after they put them in the dying state. New Unbreakable, if if a survivor gets slugged, they can get up in 22.5 seconds. And if you combine that with perks like tenacity, power struggle, etc., it's going to make it next to impossible to slug. 
You can, in theory, get up multiple times using Unbreakable. It's no longer a one-time use perk. Other complaints I've seen people complain that no Mither is nerfed and Rancor is nerfed. And here are my counter-arguments for the arguments above. Slugging is a strong strategy in the current live build of Dead by Daylight, but it's boring gameplay. Ask any Survivor main who streams this game. Is it fun to just sit sit on the ground the entire time while a Huntress goes and reloads hatchets, proxy camps you, tries to down people who are trying to pick you up. You get picked up, you get downed again because Huntress is sitting there with a fully charged hatchet. Is that fun for you? Would you? Is that what you want to play? Because, hey, <laughs> the current live build has a lot of that going for it. Behavior is actively trying to resolve the more, most boring aspects of this game. Camping and tunneling. They made borrowed time base kit. I still don't think they're there, but it's a step in the right direction. And now they're trying to resolve the slugging issue. Nobody likes sitting on the ground for four minutes bleeding out. I'm all for this. I think it's a good change. I think it's a step in the right direction. Now, if survivors can get up multiple times with Unbreakable, you know, in 22 and a half seconds. I don't know. M- maybe when you put a survivor in the dying state, maybe just throw them on a hook. It's, it's just an idea. I, I, it's crazy talk, I know. I know that's crazy. <laughs> but try it out sometime, Huntress Mains. Give it a try. People complaining about No Mither and Rancor. They're not very good perks. They've never been a part of the meta. Go pick another useless perk to complain about. So, wrapping up this conversation about the how the Dead by Daylight community complains about every update ever. The Dead by Daylight community will always have strong reactions to any update. And I feel like behavior is making strides in the right direction to make this game fun for everybody. I want to give them credit for that. They may not get it right the first try. Look at Circle of Healing. When that came out, it was way too strong. Um, Look at even Boil Over. They made that incredibly powerful for about two or three weeks. Then they nerfed it into the ground and it was never used again. If you're listening to this podcast, there's a really good chance you're hardcore into this game. But just remember, there is a casual group of gamers who play this game. And if I had to guess... They probably make up a majority of this game. I doubt many of them listen or watch Scott Jun videos or Odd Starva videos on YouTube. Some may not even be aware that Borrowed Time is now base kit in Dead by Daylight. And in closing with this, I'm guessing Behavior will not release Unbreakable the way it is in the PTB. I'm guessing they'll tone it down so you can get up in, let's say, 32 seconds instead of 22 and a half seconds that's very aggressive (laughs) and i could i can see that being incredibly strong but i definitely want to see how this plays out major changes are coming and i'm excited for it just in closure i want to thank you again for listening to the podcast thanks for for rating it thanks for the positive feedback thanks for taking us to the top you can find me streaming on twitch Uh, i believe my schedule right now is tuesday friday and saturdays I'm very active on TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. Um, There will be links in the show notes to all of my socials, and I'd really love it if you drop me a follow, 
everywhere you can. And uh, yeah, I'd really like to, the platforms I'd like to grow on the most, Twitter and YouTube right now. TikTok's going really well. Twitch is going really well. I really, really want to continue to expand on Twitter and YouTube. So if you can do me a favor, follow me on Twitter and say you listen to the podcast. Send me a message. I'll respond back as quick as I can. And thank you for that. Um, So once again, from the bottom of my heart, I just want to thank you very much for listening. And I'll see you in the fog.